Welcome to Bet Some, Get Some. My name is Matthew. Wonderful to have you here. It is college football week 11. I've got great bets, but I've got to explain myself. It's Friday, technically Saturday morning. It's uh, around midnight, and we've got our first games of the college football week 11 starting in about eight and a half hours. Long story short, I'm very late with this episode. Sorry about that. And, you know, not that it matters, but I'm a full-time graduate student wrapping up my fall semester, so homework got away from me, didn't have a chance to make this episode. No excuses. I'm going to be on time next week. You know, I'll have the episode up around Wednesday, so forgive me. Let's move forward, though. I've got some great bets for you, three to be particular. Let me say something about Connor Stallions real quick. Huge controversy surrounding Michigan, but I want to focus on Connor Stallions, who I would argue is an American hero. Listen, you got Jay Harbaugh, who is John Harbaugh's son. He's about six years older than Connor Stallion. And Jay Harbaugh was born with a golden opportunity to escape wage slavery, to live a life that's really interesting and fun on national TV, coaching the Michigan Wolverines. He had, you know, not only is his father a major football coach, but his uncle is also an NFL coach. His grandfather was a major college football coach. This guy, Jay Harbaugh, had a direct path to having an amazing career in football. Didn't have to be as a coach, could have been a GM, most likely could have been the marketing person for the Baltimore Ravens. Whatever he wanted to do, he had a fun job on his plate on a silver platter. And he took the opportunities. He ran with them. He didn't mess them up. So credit to him there. But Connor Stallions is like the rest of us. He's just a regular guy, middle-class dude. And his dream was always to be involved with the Wolverine. He had passion. People love passion, except when they think it goes too far. Yeah, he wrote a 600-page manifesto. That to me says passion. It didn't say in there that he wants to hurt anybody. I don't think. He just had a lot of passion for Michigan, couldn't keep it in, so he wrote 600 pages worth of that passion. That's beautiful to me. I love passion. And as a regular guy, Connor Stallions, he he does what regular people do. I think he went to college, but after that he joins the Marines because that's what regular people do. Regular people are not like John Harbaugh's son or Jim Harbaugh's son. They don't just jump into a great either Division I football job or professional football job. Regular people have to join the Marines or work at State Farm or something horrible like that. They work at a place where, you know, like the Amazon factory. You go there, you make decent money, but you get so stressed out because you can't use the bathroom or do anything. So they make little cages for you to go in with soothing music to calm you down so that you go back to your wage slavery in 15 minutes. That's what regular people do. But Connor Stallions goes, no, nope, not for me. I'm going to coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Here's how I'm going to do it. Write 600 pages of a plan. People love planning. You go to school, what do they give you on the first day? A planner. He plans 600 pages worth of a manifesto that's going to get him to the head coach position in University of Michigan. And then his passion, sure, goes a little too far. Some might say he cheated. And if anybody's mad at him for doing that, I hope it's not from somebody who had an online test in school. If you are, if you're a recent student listening to this show, 
you have an online test, you copy and paste that question and you go to a, to a website called Quizlet, you get the answer. I've never done that, of course, but a lot of people have. And if you have, you can't be mad at Connor Stallions. You'd be a hypocrite. So Connor Stallions develops a method and he, he markets that method so strongly that it catches the attention of University of Michigan personnel. You know how hard that is to do? He says, I'm a military guy. I know how to interpret codes and signs. I can help you win. And somehow, some way, he fights and claws and he gets on the Michigan sideline as a paid analyst. You know how hard that is to do? And he, and he got there by 28 years old. Mike Hart is a legend for the Michigan Wolverines. And even he had to spend years slugging through just awful programs like Eastern Michigan University. Then he went to Indiana, which is actually a beautiful university in a beautiful city. But, you know, not a great program. He has to pay his dues before he goes straight to Michigan. And Connor Stallions found a way as a regular Joe to get on the sidelines as a paid analyst. You know, for those of you who are upset about the cheating element, grow up. Anybody who's any entity that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars cheats. I'm not saying Michigan cheated, but come on, they all do it. For Christ's sakes, you can't get mad at, uh, at Connor Stallions for that. What you, what the real story here is this is a man with passion. He planned that passion out and he did the unthinkable. At 28 years old, he got onto a stage that's not meant for him. It's just a middle-class average Joe. He figured out how to do it. I mean, that's the American dream. You let your passion fuel fire over a long period of time and you get to where you want to go. And a lot of times where you want to go as an average Joe is not a place you're supposed to be. And he did it. That's inspiring. That's American. Connor Stallions is a hero. Anyway, let's get into the three bets for this weekend. Number one, Michigan versus Penn State. Michigan is a four and a half point favorite. I think that's an easy bet, my friends. And I'll tell you why. Drew Aller does not have what it takes to lead this Penn State team through the air to beat Michigan. And I think that Michigan's game plan is going to be, let's load the box, we're going to shut down the run, and we're going to force Drew Aller to go against three NFL cornerbacks, basically, and two great safeties. And we are going to dare Drew Aller to be the best quarterback in the nation. We're going to make him duel through the air, fly through the air, sling the ball all day long with no run game to help him out or help out the play action. We're going to make him beat the Michigan Wolverines only if he can be the best quarterback in the nation tomorrow, technically today. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Michigan, they're the type of team where, you know, it reminds me of Pearl Harbor. When Pearl Harbor happened, some general out of Japan said, I believe we've awoken a sleeping giant. Now, Michigan's not sleeping. They've been a giant all year. But I think this is where they fully blossom. This is like super, this is like super Saiyan 3 stuff. Michigan is going to realize this is, this is the time to move into championship level. We are, we've been challenged. They've tried to tag us on the chin. And we're going to respond like champions respond. No stats involved really here. I don't need them. 
we're going to see championship character from Michigan tomorrow. Jim Harbaugh will be on the sidelines. Take Michigan minus four and a half. They're going to try to force Drew Aller to be the best quarterback in the nation. He will not rise to the challenge. But J.J. McCarthy will blossom before our eyes as the true elite quarterback. And Michigan will blossom before our eyes as the true elite college football team in the the nation. Michigan, minus four and a half. Iowa and Rutgers is the next game. The over-under here is 28 points or 27 and a half, depending on your sports book. Now check this out. What do we know? Rutgers, you know, top 10 rushing attack in the nation, somewhere around there. Very good rushing attack. Um, and they can't do much else offensively, but they've got a great defense, top 10 defense. I believe it was number nine last week before they played Ohio State. And they played Ohio State well. They really did. They stood toe-to-toe for a long time until the end there. The game got away from them just because of a talent thing. But other than that, they really, they showed up and they showed up well. Iowa, exceptional defense, but they have nothing to offer on offense. Just nothing to offer. Rutgers doesn't have much to offer, but they have something. They just have something. Because of that, two excellent defenses, one offense that has nothing to offer, and another offense in Rutgers that's got something. For the first time since the 2000 football season, the over-under is going to be under 30 points. And Vegas is pleading with people. They're going, look, it's 28 over-under. Of course you got to take the over, right? Give me your money. Put it on the over. You're definitely going to get it back. But guys, listen. As much offense as we're going to see in this Iowa-Rutgers game is just a little bit of something. We're gonna, that's going to be the difference. Iowa and Rutgers are going to play each other. Their defenses are going to shut everything down. Except we're going to get a tiny bit of something from Rutgers. It really is going to be like a 7-3 game. Take the under 28 or 27 into half and take Rutgers outright. They're going to pull away with just something. Iowa's only played, I think, one ranked team all year, and they, they didn't do well against that team. So take Rutgers outright. Their little bit of something to offer on offense is going to overcome the nothing that Iowa has to offer on offense and the under 27 and a half. Take those two bets combined. I'm getting plus 300 odds there, so good value. Finally, Air Force and Hawaii. The over-under is 48 and a half. Air Force is like a 19-point favorite, but let's not touch that. Hawaii is another one of those one-dimensional teams. And their defense isn't very good. Their offense has a long way to go. I think could be decent next year, but all they can do is sling it through the air. Air Force will take care of that. Another top 10 defense here. Very good. A lot of times top five this year. And their rushing attack is just incredible. Hawaii will not be able to stop it. Every single play they run on offense is going to be a run, which means the clock is going to move very quickly. I've said it before, but it's it's an important principle. Every year in sports gambling, this is what's great, you learn new principles in which to stand by. And they make you money if you stick by them. Iowa, the game's going to be under. Military Academy, the game's going to be under. And the reason for that is they run the ball every single stinking time. The over-under here, Air Force and Hawaii, is going to be under 48 and a half. The clock's going to move much too quick because of Air Force, their nine-minute-long drives of just run, run, run. 
and they're going to win this game. Hawaii doesn't have the talent right now to keep up with Air Force. Air Force is a great team. Parlay Air Force winning with the under 48 and a half, and that's going to be at plus 107 value. I feel bad for the Hawaii team, by the way. I love Timmy Chang as the head coach. It's hard from a recruiting perspective. I hear their facilities are not top-notch. It really is tough. I think they'll be okay, though. They need a couple years. That's the show. I'm going to be back on Wednesday next week. I'm, I got to make an effort. I'm going to do better, guys. But one of the things that's great is last week we had a perfect weekend. If you followed the show, if you followed my entertainment, you don't have to because it's not a recommendation. It's just entertainment. I have to say that. You would have made some money. We had a perfect 4-0 and weekend, and I think we'll have a great weekend again. So, Michigan, minus 4.5 against Penn State. Iowa and Rutgers take Rutgers outright and the 27.5 under. And then also take Air Force outright and the under 48.5 when they play Hawaii. That'll be plus 107 value. That's the show. Good to speak with you. This is Bet Some Get Some. My name is Matthew. Have a good weekend.